What's up and welcome in. You found yourself locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. It is Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. In other words, the season opener for the Chicago Bulls 21-22 NBA season. We're going to talk about Bulls Pistons, which we have on deck. 6 p.m. Central Time tip-off tonight. And also, a question that was asked by a Sports Illustrated NBA writer. Can the Bulls really be that good without a true superstar? We're going to answer that question, at least give our take on what we think about that. That's all next on a Fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. And you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com or hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Big Dave. I am ready. I got my Horace Grant straight up bitches shirt on. I got I got my niece wearing her Bulls outfit coffee mug. I got everything ready for the Bulls first game of the season. And man, I, I don't know about you. I enjoyed that NBA on TNT doubleheader last night with some star studded yeah. lineups. How are you, my friend? Are you ready? I am so ready for tonight. I have a calm about myself, guys. Like I know I've I seen hikes in you. I have a calm about myself that I'm just in, in a Zen place right now where I'm just like, start the season, roll the ball on the floor, and let's show the NBA what the <laughs> hell we've been looking at for all this time. Right. I am so ready. Because tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, dinner is served. Ooh. Oh, man. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. It's time. You, uh... It's time. You've been you've been tweeting either hashtag let them cook or hashtag start the season every day yeah. for like four months now. Look, we're finally, finally ready. Ugh. <laughs> um, Give me more. I'm excited, man. Um, and and so ready. what what do you know? The Bulls, yes, they are at uh you know on the road playing a substandard team, a Pistons team that had some off season moves that were okay. We'll get to that. We'll we'll get to what the Pistons sure. did this off season. But they're coming off a 20 and 52 season. One of the few teams last year that the Bulls are like, we're better than that. The Bulls are favored on the road to kick off their season. I mean, poo, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it only took them, you know, losing, you know, their number one star draft pick who won't be playing tonight. And yeah. Cunningham, Cunningham out, not yeah. available with out. that ankle that he injured at the start of Pistons training camp. So kind of a disappointment yeah. there because I would have loved to see Cade yeah, in his NBA absolutely. debut, uh, but absolutely. one less thing for the Bulls' defense to worry about, right? <laughs> Very fair point. One less thing for to worry about, and we get to get a look at your guy uh, killing your Hayes too, though. Like mm-hmm. he, he's going to get some time out there too, as well. So that, yeah, I'll be wanting to see that. But yes, I don't care who they play tonight. <laughs> I was like, dude, just roll the ball out and let's just go stomp somebody. I just want to stomp them. I really do. I want to stomp them into the ground. That's what I want. That's what right. I, I think that's what Bulls fans should should look for tonight is, look, n- no disrespect to Dwayne Casey. I think he's going to no. do his best to get that team into play. I think he is a good coach. Um, and like I said, like, yeah, they don't have Cade, but they have some nice pieces. I mean, Sadiq Bey, 
one of the biggest like pleasant surprises Ooh. of last season. We're like, wow, that dude can play. Uh, Kelly Olynyk, I think, at at the price they got him was a was a low key solid move for the Pistons in the offseason. I liked mm-hmm. the trade that netted them Hamadou Diallo. Like, of course, you got Jeremy Grant who came and took the big bag from Detroit to to not be a role player in Denver, but to kind of like have his own team. Like that mm-hmm. that that squad's got some talent. They don't have it the does. talent. They the Bulls they don't have the talent the Bulls have though. Dave, plain and simple, the Bulls <laughs> like they did with Cleveland in the preseason should roll this team. Yeah. I, I just want to bump Slay tonight. Like, and because I haven't seen that for years, us just go up against the team and bump Slay because that was us. <laughs> we were the ones, you know, we were the ones that teams were coming in and like, oh, it's Chicago, we're going to the club and we're staying out till 2 a.m. and then we'll come in and beat you guys by 20. That's exactly what the team was. Now the tables have turned and now I'm just very excited to see this. And also I do want to see Luke Garza too. Because I think mm-hmm. he is um, a great fit for a Detroit Piston. He is Bill Lambeer 2.0 in my head. Yeah, um, they're gonna love him, man. Because he's he's gonna be physical and he's gonna be an irritant and he's gonna have technical fouls and, and a bunch of stuff going on. So I, I definitely want to see him. Jeremy Grant uh, also he he's a great player for them as well. But overall, Matt, I, I want the stomping. I want the Bulls to stomp them into the ground. That's what I want. And I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited to watch this. I really am. Yeah, I mean, something that I'll definitely be looking for, and and I think one of the ways that the Bulls can blow out these Pistons instead of letting them hang around in a close game is creating that that havoc on the defensive end and and creating those takeaways to allow those fast break opportunities, those transition opportunities, because – I do not think that this Pistons team can hang with Lonzo and Zach, you know, and, and all those guys on the fast break. They can't like they can't, but you got to get you, you got to get those takeaways. So, you know, we talked in our episode recapping the preseason finale about some of the some of those bad habits that we were still seeing on the defensive end. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's some talent on this Pistons team, but I, I'm not scared of anybody handling the ball no. when it comes to this Detroit offense. Can Lonzo Caruso and those like can can we have a you know defensive swarming by committee kind of mm-hmm. night where the Bulls you know force the Pistons into somewhere between fifteen and twenty turnovers and they turn that into somewhere between twenty and thirty points? That's how you can blow this team out tonight. That's absolutely true, Matt. And the other thing I'm I'm also going to be watching and I'm interested in seeing is the rotations uh, for the mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls. Um, how deep are they going to go? How deep does Billy Donovan want to go into that? Is he going eight? How or deep going do 10? they go? <laughs> Shout out had, to the BGs. Had a little BGs <laughs> popping my head for a second. <laughs> Never apologize for a little BGs in your head, sir. It's always a good thing. All right, it's a rule of life, ladies and gentlemen. But but yeah, I want I just want to see um, that rotation. I I have you know I think we are under the impression that Caruso will be that first person off the bench uh, mm-hmm. for them tonight. Uh, where where does Javante Green come in? Is he going to be right behind him? Uh, how how at that other guard position will Matt Thomas get some tick? Because you know with Kobe White out, I want to see how you know they kind of make up for you know that loss. Uh, as far as at the other guard position, will Javante just play the other guard position? Because now we're so mm-hmm. used to him being a power forward, <laughs> you know, who's dominating out here. So that that's going to be the interesting thing to me. I'm not worried at all about the starting five. Um, I think we pretty much know what to expect. Uh, from right. those guys but but yeah I, I'm very interested to see how that bench rotation is, is is going to be and how early is he going to go into that yeah um and, and then especially when it comes to Donovan and his rotation 
like, you know, hopefully we don't have to worry about it because the Bulls are up big in the fourth quarter. <laughs> if for some reason the game is close, the biggest question is who does Billy close with? You know, um, mm. does he does he have Caruso as part of that closing five? Is Patrick Williams on or off the floor? Because I think for the most part in preseason, we saw him kind of staggering with like uh, Zach and Vooch staying in with that second unit, get Lonzo a rest, get DeMar a rest, and then let them come in and, and get some run um, in those staggered minutes. Um, does does he stick with that or does he change things up? Because like you said, like I'm, I'm not super concerned about the, the back end of this rotation for Billy if he goes deep tonight. Um, you know, uh, not talking about like garbage minutes and then throwing, you know, 10, 11 and 12 right. in there. But if it is a close game, I'm more interested to see how he staggers the the members of the starting five into that second unit. Um, Ooh, and then I, I guess one one other interesting thing to, to see tonight is now that Tony Bradley is back, uh, backing up, um, you know, Vooch for those backup center minutes, which we, you know, we saw some Tony Bradley in their last preseason game. I thought he looked OK, not great you know, maybe still just like knocking off some rust from, from missing yeah. time with his injury. But does, does that knock Alize Johnson out of this rotation? Cause I want me some Alize Johnson tonight. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care where Billy puts him. I need some Alize Johnson tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to see some Alize. I think you're going to get, get a nice glass of Alize tonight, sir. And I mean, when you got guys like I mentioned, Luke Garza, like I immediately think of Alizé Johnson as somebody that's going to go in, you know what I'm saying, against him and be down there bumping and grinding and fighting and things like that. So I think you'll get a nice uh, uh, shot of him. I, I'm wondering uh, about Troy Brown Jr. because I know he had an illness and, mm -hmm. you know, he probably, you know, won't make that game tonight. So, again, that's another piece that, you know, won't be out there from, from their bench. So that's why I'm so interested in seeing that rotation. That's why I think you'll see – uh, Alize out there uh, because yeah, with those two players down and Kobe and uh, Troy, uh, yeah, it's opportunity there for the, for that man Alize who is gonna be that fan favorite right behind Caruso. Man, that's that's just what it feels like. <laughs> Ooh, man, goodness gracious! I, I, yeah. The amount of Caruso love on Bulls Twitter over the last you know Ooh. week or so. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious! There's uh, oh, there's yeah. a lot of it. All right, we're going to offer up a few more thoughts about this Bulls season opener uh, in just a minute. First, Big Dave, if any Bulls fans out there are nervous about the game mm -hmm. tonight and they're, you know, maybe getting a little nerve sweat going on, I feel mm -hmm. like we have a product for them, don't we? There is only one product that you're going to need. Just one, ladies and gentlemen, and it's that one that stops the sweat like Alizé is going to stop Luke Garza in his tracks. And that is called sweat block. Get you some of them sweat block wipes. They are doctor recommended. They are doctor created. And you know they work for me because, ladies and gentlemen, how many times do I got to come on here and tell you that I sweat? <laughs> it's what I do. But now it's something I do not concern myself with. Seriously, I don't worry about it anymore. When I feel that onslaught coming on, I just go grab a box, tear that package right open, dab, 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 whoo. And it's awesome and it's great, man. And a lot of people have hit me up, honestly, about that. Does it work? Is it really true? I know it's entertaining when you do it, but does it really work? I am telling you, trust me, it works. And it works up to seven days per use. So you'll get about 10 in there, but it'll work up to seven days per use. Now, I know what you ask yourself. How can I go ahead and get some? How can I be like Big Dave and Matt Peck 
and be dry all the time while being overly excited about the Chicago Bulls? Well, let me tell you right now. You go right to their website, man. You go to sweatblock.com and you use this promo code just because we ain't got nothing but love for y'all. Use the promo code LOCKED on okay use that promo code locked on save you 20 percent. you know what i mean or you can go to amazon or you can go to cvs but save yourself 20 percent. get you some of that wonderful sweat block and enjoy this bulls season oh sweat block made for the sweaty made for the sweaty I think they I think they might uh, put a question mark uh, you know uh, after that one in the possible new taglines. I like I feel <laughs> made for the sweaty. <laughs> Not, mm, it's true. Yikes. Um so um when it comes to um you know other things I'm I'm looking at tonight, you know, I I mentioned the defense, obviously, and and we'll see. Um Killian Hayes missed their last uh preseason game with uh concussion protocol. I still haven't yeah. gotten any firm word that, that I've seen on Twitter, Big Dave, whether mm. or not he's gonna play tonight. But you know, obviously, okay. you know, the you know, the very um dangerous lefty point guard, um, if he is out there, you you, you just want to see the Bulls try and you know force him left. Like, you know, if if yeah. if that's all if that's all he's gonna do, great. Force him left, force him to the baseline and let help defense do what it does. Offensively, Dave. Is, is there a way that you would like to see Billy Donovan, you know, do you want him to just like establish Vooch in the po- post right out of the gate? Do you want to see him mm-hmm. run some, uh, you know, uh, some uh, v- uh, Vooch and Zach pick and roll? Do you want to let him get some DeMar ISO going? Like how, how do you want to see Billy, you know, set up this game offensively? <laughs> you know what popped in my head was Zach Guilford when you asked him this kind of question. He was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like either way. Like, I don't care. Like, that's, that's all I want. Just, but I do, <laughs> it just popped in my head when he said that. Cause honestly, I don't. I wanna see however they wanna do it. I'm okay with that, how they establish it. Um, But as far as how they kick it off and how they start it, I do wanna see just Lonzo with the ball in his hands, first and okay. foremost. Yeah. Um, I wanna see how it's run through him. You know, how whatever they run, if, if they wanna start it with DeMar getting off, if they wanna start it with Vooch getting off. If they, you know, want to let Zach get in, like however they want to do it, I want to see it being run through uh, Lonzo's hands because I expect them to be in transition a lot uh, this game. Uh, I expect them to run, man. I expect this team to run because the defense that I think they're going to play is going to force those turnovers against this young team, you know what I mean, who's still up and coming. And I feel that defense is going to be swarming. And so I expect them to just be running. As far um, If it happens down to, you know, where it's like in half-court sets, I'm sure it's going to, it's the NBA. Uh, just as long as Lonzo has it, and I want to see how he calls it and how he runs it, because Billy Donovan has shown you that he's very hands-off in his approach uh, about, you know, trying to get players – I mean, trying to tell players what they want to do on the court. He lets them figure it out for themselves, which is why the IQ is so high on this team. So I'm interested to see how Lonzo just is Lonzo, because that's exactly mm-hmm. why he said he was brought here, was to be him. I'm interested in what that truly looks like, because we've got an appetizer about what it looks like, in, in the preseason, and man, it looked good. But now I want to see what it's truly like here in the regular season where it's hands-off and you're like, Lonzo, run the team for us. Get us these buckets. Let, let's have some fun. And and in addition to that, also on the occasions where Zach or DeMar are handling the ball, getting getting Lonzo some good open looks from behind the three-point line. Because, uh, mm. you know, we, we, saw, mm. we saw that added, you know, element to his uh, arsenal 
in one of the preseason games. I think was it the second game against New Orleans when he were just like raining threes. Yes. Um. Yes, so, mm-hmm. in addition to seeing Lonzo make you know make those uh, eye popping passes, also hopefully getting him some good looks. Um. You know, behind the perimeter tonight. But yeah, I I think I'm I'm with you in the sense that like. However, the offense flows based on what Detroit is showing the Bulls, like roll with that, roll with that. I think what we learned in the preseason is that there are a lot of different ways that this Bulls offense can function um, <laughs> yeah. compared to last season when it was like, all right, oh. well, if, if if Zach is having an off night or if Zach is getting double teamed, the Bulls struggled to score. <laughs> Struggling. And now it's like. Guess what? We get to watch Zach play off the ball. And I i mean, I oh. cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. I, I think it is very, very likely that we can see a kind of night from Zach where it's like, oh, he has he has 26 points on, on 14 shots. Great. Yes. Great. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And I, and I want to see how, how often he gets to the free throw line, too. I think that's mm-hmm. important as well. Uh, I want to see if he's getting those calls because some of those times I, I didn't think he was getting those calls in the preseason. Uh, some of those things were happening, and, and and one play in particular, which was actually awesome, because it was one that he got fouled on, and he immediately turned around to complain, but the play was still going on, and then the ball goes to the backcourt, and then Lonzo made that incredibly intelligent, brilliant play where he jumps oh in God. the air and he bounced it off Stephen Adams, and it goes out that of was foul. amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. That's if you watch it, that's where it stemmed from. Is that <laughs> turned around? It was like, dude, I got fouled, but the play was still going on, you know, and stuff like that, but. That's again goes to the IQ of this team because I can remember that kind of play happening in previous years where if Zach did that, everything would kind of stop, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody is kind of looking around, you know, like okay, uh, Zach said it was a foul, so <laughs> so should we keep playing? Uh, yeah, I, I, but the IQ is much higher on this team, and yeah, and you and you're not just as dependent on it anymore. Of course, he's your leader, and of course, he's your star, and he right. should get all the points and all of that, but it's not. Like, oh, man, if he's off, then we're off. And that's why I love this so much, you know? And and look, yeah, again, with the parameters of it's just preseason, the Bulls won four of four in preseason. And on each night, one of that trio of Zach, Vooch, and DeMar had an off-night shooting. And they collectively overcame it because it was just one of several weapons who had an off-night shooting. And if you can get to the free-throw line, you being Zach or Damar, and even some mm. nights Vooch, then you can still score points. It doesn't have to just solely be hero ball from Zach Levine, and if your shooters don't shoot well, you lose. Because right. we saw, like, every single preseason game. Like, there was one night where I think, like, Vooch was, like, you know, five for 16 or whatever the their preseason finale demar had a really rough night shooting the ball he had good looks they just didn't go down you can win games anyway um that is not something that the bulls had that luxury last season you can overcome a bad shooting night from one of those guys because now it's one of those guys not just the one guy not just the one guy uh we i've pointed out times you know where They've come out of the timeout and gone in the post or they've they got ahead and they said, you know, DeMar, you go ahead and you run it and, you know, you get yours. Or you pointed out, Matt, the um, Pelicans game where Lonzo was just going crazy from three. Like, it's just so many ways they can go now. And now with the with Patrick Williams back added in there, you saw how open his shots were 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just from those guys getting he's gonna get a lot of that this season, man. So that's why I wasn't again and just a sidebar, that's why I wasn't worried about how slow his shot takes, you know what I'm saying? How, how slow he is shooting that shot is because right. he planned on being super wide open and he suits it really high in the air to touch, you know, the ceiling, you know, where God can slap it down. That's how high right. he's shooting that thing up there, man. So I, that's why I wasn't worried about that. But he's going to get a lot of open looks, as we saw, you know, in that first little glimpse of it. He's going to get those looks because guys are penetrators. Lonzo, Damar, Zach, those guys, you know, drive and kick. So I'm interested to see that. Right. And, and also Vooch. They're going to collapse right. on him, too, because and guess what? He's a good passer as well. So, right. so yeah, so it's like, what do you, you want to do? How you want it? How do you want it, man? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I'm so excited, Matt, because – I just, I'm just excited for that day when I'm like, man, Zach had a rough night and the Bulls won by 15. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's that's yeah. the stuff I'm waiting to hear and I can't wait to see. And, oh, my God. I, I'm, I just can't wait to watch this, man. I'm so glad it's starting early, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of drive and kick, just bringing it back to the defensive end for for a second, sure. that, that is something sure. that I'll be looking forward to tonight. And um, wh- how the Bulls' defense collapses, um, my guess is it's going to be fr- uh, Frank uh, Frank Jackson who's been starting at point while Cade Cunningham's been out in the preseason. He's actually a a nice player. I I like what I've seen from Frank Jackson so far. But how will the Bulls uh, play them? Are they going to keep switching a lot as they have done? Are they going to do sort of like the soft drop that we've seen from Vooch? And then can they make sure that you get out to the perimeter when those driving kicks, when those, uh, you know, Mm. uh, pop-outs happen? Because this this, uh, Pistons team does have some shooters on it, like, you know, I mentioned Kelly Olynyk. He's probably going to be six man off the bench. Uh, you know, he can shoot from three a little bit. Josh Jackson, who I forgot was on this Pistons team because uh, everybody uh, forgets Josh Jackson exists all the time. He's been knocking out a bunch of threes for them in the preseason. Like mm-hmm. the Bulls have to stay vigilant around that p- perimeter because I Jackson will be able to, uh, you know, collapse the Bulls defense a little bit with his ball handling and spray out mm-hmm. to some shooters. Can the Bulls? protect that three-point line tonight that's a great great way to put it man and again like you said i forgot all about Josh jackson i forgot he was even there i forgot he was even on that team man but yeah they definitely have that uh they have that uh in their arsenal as far as three-point shooting but i think the bulls what i'm gonna want to see is how they counter that on the defensive end because to get those shots those aren't guys that are just you know dribble dribble cross you over pull up shoot the three that's guys who have to get the ball when it's moving. Like, you know what I mean? The ball has to move to get to the open shooter. Will the Bulls be, you know, what we've seen as far as what they were defensively in the preseason? Because they weren't allowing that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys weren't allowed to have those wide open shots or, you know, run their offense. And if they, whenever they tried to run it, the Bulls were definitely uh, throwing, you know, the monkey wrench into the plants. So – that's what I'm interested in seeing. You know, those that's a, this is a great test if it's a three-point shooting team because that just means the ball has to be moving and the ball has to be passed and moved around to find the shooter. So the Bulls closing out, you know, on shooters. Uh, the Bulls getting in those passing lanes. Uh, mm-hmm. When the ball is being brought up the court, how much pressure are you putting on the ball handler? Those right. kind of things is what I'm looking at because Lonzo does that well, Matt. He loves pressuring ball handlers when they're bringing the ball up the floor, which mm-hmm. I absolutely adore. So that, those are the things I, I think I'm going to be looking at as far as that counter, because you raised an excellent point there about that three-point shooting. Uh, all right. So we're going to wrap up the show with uh, a question asked by Chris Herring, NBA writer of Sports Illustrated, on a cover story 
of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. That's right. The, the Bulls the got a Sports Illustrated cover story. Uh, and he asked an interesting question. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, but first, Big Dave, if uh, mm-hmm. Bulls fans maybe want to throw a little bit of money on the game tonight, maybe a parlay here, maybe a money line or an over-under, mm-hmm. where might they go to do that? Well, Matt, there is only one place to go. You know this. Because Matt Peck is the is the resident gambling man. All right, he's Paul Newman out here. This is what Matt Peck does. He is five hundred last night, right. baby. Five hundred on that him, NBA Matt. doubleheader. Talk to him, Matt. That's what I'm talking about, man. And Matt went to Bet Online to get it done because they are back and better than ever with that new web interface at the start of the basketball season with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. This is what you do. You head to that website that is brand new and you go ahead or you get your mobile device either way and you sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, okay? 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, guys. Make sure you use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. That's Locked On. What is basketball, football, baseball's in the postseason, uh, NHL, boxing, UFC, handball, whatever you want, Vegas games, whoever, whatever you want, man, they got it for you. So take advantage of all these amazing offers available in the 2021 season because bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts mm, 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 sports you know what if you need a little mm. bit of brain food if you need a little bit of energy while you're figuring out what bets you want to make tonight grab oh. yourself that's right a built bar folks built bar you know those things that zach Gilford wouldn't stop talking about the other day um even though he's never had one these built bars Y'all know them. Y'all know the OG flavors like Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie. One of my favorites is Salted Caramel, Cookies and Cream, German mm. Chocolate. Something for everybody. So go to Built.com, get a mixed box where you'll get two Built Bars in each of their always available flavors. Try them all. Pick which one's your favorite. They get a whole box of that flavor. Not only are these Built Bars the best tasting, they're good for you too. 17 or 18 mm. grams of protein. Calories ranging from only 130 to 180. That's nothing. Four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs. Look at that. All those numbers add up to healthy for you, and they're delicious. They're basically Mm. chocolate-tasting candy bars. Uh, Oh, and Mm. right now, I love this one, Dave. Their new flavor available right now on Built.com for a limited time, Blueberry Muffin Built Bar. I love blueberry muffin-flavored things. Shut up. A blueberry muffin Built Bar. It's like you get your breakfast flavor and a protein bar flavor candy bar all in one i mean come on people <laughs> so go to built.com and use that promo code lock 15 to get 15 percent off your order this time and every time again that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com um okay dave before we get to this chris herring article uh that you found just come across my twitter feed just now over recording uh right around noon mm-hmm. on wednesday chicago time okay Okay. USA Basketball official Twitter account. Jim Boylan will lead the November 2021 U.S. Men's World Cup qualifying team in Mexico. Ty Ellis, Othella Harrington will serve as assistant coaches. So these are qualifying games that will be played next month for the 2023 mm-hmm. FIBA World Cup. M- mm-hmm. NBA players not allowed to participate in these FIBA World Cup qualifying games, but it is the senior 
men's national team. And of all the people in the world, they chose Jim Boylan? You know that man knows how to worm his way into situations and just he, – he does that so well. He Did really, Jerry really Reinsdorf does. take over USA Basketball and I missed that? <laughs> what on I'm earth? You, man. These guys, they love him, man. He knows how to do that. I am now officially concerned about USA Basketball, though. I will tell you that. I am concerned. I'm very excited that it won't be any NBA players there. I'm excited about that, but I am concerned about the youth. <laughs> I'm worried about the youth now, Matt, having to deal with this dude. This dude. Oh, my gosh. It's, it, you know what? I won't be surprised at any story that comes out <laughs> from that. I really won't. I won't be surprised at anything. I, if they say, why is he putting in a punch clock? Like, they're, they're going to be surprised about that. So just get ready. Um, thankfully, I don't have to deal with it no more, but just get ready. I don't know what y'all doing over there, but oh, my Lord. All right. But get ready, though. Get ready. Oh, my goodness. I, That's I wild, mean, though, Matt. Thankfully, Ugh. this is a qualifying roster that, you know, obviously this is happening while the NBA season is going on. So no NBA players. Right. If it were right. NBA players on USA yeah, basketball, they would yeah. all show up and say, oh, this dude. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Turn around and walk right out. This is you <laughs> know, out. not voluntary. Like, did you get paid to play for Team USA? But not that much. It's like, what do you, what do you right. think? I need this. You think I need this bullshit? <laughs> no. no. Wow. No. USA Basketball. What are you doing? Wow. What are you doing? <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh. What a what a curveball in the middle of an already <laughs> super, like, high-energy day. Here, yeah. here comes Jim. Oh, you, oh, you're all excited about the Bulls preseason debut? Let me throw this curveball at you. Remember me? This. One nope. of those inflatable clowns that never goes away. Mm-mm. I have a neuralizer. I don't remember anything about you, sir. <laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, it's gone. It's out. It's out of memory. I don't know who oh, you are. <laughs> um, all right. So so real quick to wrap up here, Dave. Oh, uh, you found this article. It is Chris Herring, who is a great NBA writer and reporter. Excellent. Uh, always read his stuff. Um uh, currently uh, writes for Sports Illustrated, and this is a cover that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Suns, Hawks, why not the Bulls? Question mark. Why not? Um, and it is just a long form column that Chris Herring uh, wrote, detailing obviously uh, not only the recent rebuild of post Jimmy Butler era, but even reaching back further beyond that, and looking at what they've done this offseason and to say, hey, like. You know, nobody thought the Suns would go to the finals. Nobody thought the Hawks would go nobody. to the Eastern Conference final. If that is something that can be done, can the Bulls achieve it? But essentially, the 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 key to the question is in Chris Herring's mind, a team like Chicago that has some like several star players, but no mm-hmm. true superstars. And mm-hmm. so why you know the Hawks can do it, the Suns can do it. Would you prefer to Trey Young as a superstar? Would you refer to Chris Paul as a superstar at a certain point in Chris Paul's career? Yes. I mean, Trey Young, I, I I wouldn't put him in that tier yet. What do you think about this question? It's such an interesting one um, because the way it was phrased, you know, can he win without a true superstar? In my head, Matt, there are only a handful of true superstars uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. And they're usually top five players, you know what I'm saying, in the league. Right. So, but you don't need a true superstar to make deep runs 
uh, in the playoffs. That's that's been debunked on many many occasions. We don't have to get into those teams, um, but it's an interesting question because it, it's it's wondering if Zach Levine is that guy. That's how I look at it. If you're asking, like, is Zach Levine that dude? We know he's good. We know he, the names that he's mentioned with as far as his stats are concerned. Mentioned with the Durant, you know, with with the Larry Bird, you know, with the Steph Curry. He's mentioned with that as far as stats are concerned. But he hasn't, and of course we know why, but he hasn't been to the playoffs. He has never won four games in the row. Uh, he has his preseason, but we're not counting that. Right. Um, but how, you know, will this look for him with, you know, these new pieces around him? Will it be his time now? I mean, he just got to the All-Star game. You know what I mean? Like he's just getting this new recognition, you know, and those kind of things. But we know you're a star, but are you a superstar and a true superstar? And I think that's the question that they're posing directly uh, to Zach Levine. And my answer, Matt, like, you'll be fine. <laughs> like, that's really what, how I think. You'll be just fine, especially for how, what I want from the Bulls this season. Um, right. Anything anything after a first round for me is, is just excellent. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's as far as my brain is going right now because I'm not – you know, it's either that or I'm like championship. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's no middle ground for me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to get there. Can I go to the party? Like, let me get to the party first. You know what right. I mean? So I can decide what's happening. And I think that that's kind of a, you know, a delineation in that conversation is, okay, well, can you be a surprise team that makes a playoff run without a true superstar mm -hmm. versus can you win the title without a right. true superstar? Right. Those are two yeah, different questions. Right. And I think the answer right. to that second question is no. I mean, it is damn near impossible to win the title without at least a superstar player. Um, you know, the, the Bucks had an amazing cast of supporting role players around Giannis, a superstar. Um, a true superstar. Obviously, yeah. the Warriors were a team that you could argue had one bona fide superstar in Steph and then added another superstar and won two more with Kevin Durant. <laughs> LeBron James, yeah. when he's won a title, with whether it be the the bubble Lakers 2016 mm -hmm. cap superstar. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you got to go back to maybe to the 2014 Spurs to say, was, was Kawhi a, a superstar yet? Tim Duncan was aging. Parker was aging. Manu was aging. Mm -hmm. Was he, was Kawhi a superstar yet? They won a title. And then like, you know, the example that everybody uses the 2004 Pistons It's like, well, you know, speaking of which, straight up bitches. Um, mm -hmm. like no, no superstars on that team, but a bunch of really good players and like borderline stars. It's like, well, yeah. that was that was seventeen years ago and it happened one time. So, <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. you can win a, an NBA championship without at least one yeah. superstar, if not two. Can Agreed. you can you join the fray? Can you get in the mix? Can you get yourself a playoff seed? Make some noise? Maybe make a second round of playoff appearance? Yeah. Because you yeah. might not call Zach Levine a superstar, but you know, are you calling Trey Young that again? Because Zach Levine made the All Star team last season, and Trey Young didn't. Just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. um, it, like, no, like I, I would not put Zach Levine in that superstar category. Nor Demar, nor Vooch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got a lot of talent, and yeah. if the pieces fit right, and you you know knock on wood, stay healthy, that'll be a you know a question across the board in the NBA this season. You anything can happen, and you're right. I wouldn't put them in either one, either of them in, in superstar status, but they are definitely stars uh, mm -hmm. in this league. Um, and the th the difference though is, I think Demar has had his run, 
as far as we can say he's not a superstar and, and probably won't be because he's had his run. He's in the 12th season. Right. Uh, Vooch has had his run, you know, and it's still kind of in the middle of it. But, you know, it's it's on its way. You know, he's getting older. So he's had his run. He won't be it either. Zach Levine has not. Zach Levine still has that shot at becoming the superstar. And that's mm-hmm. the difference because you can't just point to it and say, okay, you guys don't have a superstar. It's, it's you don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? There's still a chance is what I'm saying. It's not over with, you know what I'm saying, as far as uh, us having one in Zach Levine because a lot of people didn't think he was a star when he got here. You know, like you didn't even think he'd be at this level. A lot of people did at this level where he is. It was just a dunker and that's it. And that's as far as they thought he would be. And so now I'd like this, Matt, because when you knock down a bunch of barriers that people have set in front of you, then they start putting up the real big dog ones. You know what I'm saying? Can you be that superstar? Can you make Mm -hmm. a deep playoff run? Can you get to a championship? Can you be all NBA? And I'm glad Zach is now at that level where these questions can be asked of him. And he doesn't have to worry about, can you all win? (laughs) Can you all beat? You know, right. the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Can you all not fall on your face? You know what I'm saying? Anymore and do things. None of those questions are being asked anymore. Now it's just simply, can you make it to that next level of superstardom? And I think it's definitely, he's definitely got a shot to do that, man. Right. Um, and, you know, probably won't be a lot of eyes on Bulls Pistons. Uh, you know, as far, like it's it's not an actually televised game. I'm not sure if a lot of people would put that on their league pass list tonight. But, um. It is, it is one of many, but that's why, I mean, if, if there's anything I want to see tonight, it is mm-hmm. specifically a clean, dominant game from Zach Levine. So, you know, mm-hmm. I talked about an efficient night and, you know, his efficiency being able to stay where it was last year or maybe even somehow, <laughs> crazy to think, improve because he's getting looks created for him and he doesn't have to do all that he- heavy lifting. Clean in that regard, but also clean in show us what you're working on on the defensive end. And offensively, when you aren't handling the ball, keep those turnovers down. Because mm. those are the two things I've done with Zach last year. Defense and turnovers. Clean, yeah. efficient night from Zach. Score like the all three levels of the basketball court score that you are proving to be. A slasher, yeah. a dunker, a three-point just absolute weapon. Martin. Mid-range, yeah. deadly there too. Clean in that regard. Offensive juggernaut in that regard. Clean with the turnovers and show us something on defense. And whoever is watching Bulls Pistons tonight might look at that first game from Zach and be like, this dude's for real. Because guess what? There's still a lot of people who don't know that Zach Levine is for real. Who? They're going to find out real soon. Find real out. You're going to find out in about, find out. about six hours, Dave. That's Ooh. it. We got to hop uh. off so I can post this episode and y'all can watch it before Bulls Pistons tonight enjoy the game everybody enjoy the energy of the bulls first regular season game with this new squad i know that i will i know that you will dave and we'll be back here tomorrow with a fresh episode to break it all down for it in the meantime hit us up on twitter i'm at bulls underscore peck he's at foul b-a-w-l sports or you can hit us up on that text and voicemail line 331-979-1369 thanks for listening bulls fans see red be good let's go Y'all in trouble, Pistons.